Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hello, friends. Welcome to my newest episode of Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. I'm so glad that you are taking a few moments to just hit play and listen in. Whatever it is that you're doing, maybe you're driving or maybe you're putting on your makeup or cooking dinner, taking a bath, whatever. Um, I just hope that your time is just where you're able to relax a little bit and just listen in and I appreciate you doing so. So I don't know if you had a chance to tune into my last episode with Stacey Adams, but I was able to bring on an incredible guest. Um, she is a phenomenal speaker and educator on all things pertaining to finances and wealth management. But even beyond that, she is just so brilliant with her outlook on life and her ability to connect with people on such a deeply personal level. And I just admire her so much. And it was just a lot of fun. I hope you were able to catch that. If not, y'all totally have to just backtrack a little bit and listen to my previous episode with Stacy Adams. But today, I kind of wanted to just catch up with you guys and talk about a subject that I get a lot of questions on. And I thought, you know what, this would be a great topic to bring into discussion on my podcast. And I think a lot of us can relate, especially with, um, you know, just all the things that we try to steer clear from these days pertaining to germs and sickness and being ill and just all the creepy things going around these days, we really, I think more than ever, should just focus on our health. And this is something my husband and I have been just kind of on a journey for the longest time, especially since we started having a family and we, you know, we have two boys that were consciously working towards just reducing as much toxins and, you know, harmful ingredients in their foods and what they drink and what they um, are putting on their skin, what they're breathing in. We've just really tried to be more conscious of that. And we've seen such a vast improvement on their health and our health as well. And I thought a really important subject to just really go over and ponder today was the subject of body burden. And I wanted to ask, are, do you, is your body burdened? And I know I didn't know for the longest time what exactly body burden was. I thought, and whenever I think of a burden on your body, I think of something that you can physically see or a load that just kind of hunches you over. Like it just brings you and just drags you down. And I mean, if you really think about the loads and loads of toxins and chemicals that we're exposed to every day since even while we're in our mother's womb, it's really kind of scary. And it's no wonder there's so many people walking around these days with sick, sickness and diseases and illnesses. I mean, do you know of one person in your life 
who is perfectly healthy. I mean, I feel like we all have some type of issue going on. I know I have. I've had so many health issues in my lifetime. I'm 34 years old. And I'm just like, I don't know, my husband and I were talking the other day and we're like, I don't, I don't want to, if I'm feeling like this in our 30s, like, what are we going to feel like in our 50s or our 60s? And it was just a very sobering thought that we wanted to just kind of nip in the bud, so to speak. So it kind of catapulted us into our journey of studying and understanding health. And I thought that that it would be a great thing to just kind of share with you some of the stuff that we're learning on this journey and hopefully it can inspire you too. So I think the best place to start is to really define what body burden is. I know I really did not understand the full definition of body burden. I had heard that phrase kind of thrown around there a few times over the past couple years and I just really didn't understand it. And I think it's really important to be aware of what body burden is so that we can, you know, then figure out a proactive plan on kind of reducing that. I mean, picture, I mean, I kind of described to you what my thoughts were of a body burden. Um, and it basically, it's a term for the concentration or amount of chemicals that are in your body. And some substances build up in the body because they're stored in fat or the bones and because they leave the body very slowly. And those are the more harmful, dangerous toxins and chemicals that we oftentimes are exposed to. If you want to know whether you have body burden or not, maybe you don't think that you do. Here are some really huge telltale signs of toxic burden. The number one is obesity, type two diabetes, metabolic syndrome, cancer, fatigue, infertility, allergies, behavioral and mood disorders, neurological conditions such as tremors, headaches, cognitive difficulties, along with several other diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Those are just the major ones. And wow, when I actually think about that list, and you can Google this, by the way, it all, it all pulls up. You can actually read this for yourself. But when I think about that list, I can automatically picture so many faces that pertain to, and, and even in our own lives, there's so many times I've struggled with fatigue and um, just different, different symptoms of just being tired and being sick all the time, our immunities down. It really is, it's a serious thing. And I think a lot of us just give up thinking, you know, oh, how in the world are we supposed to eliminate our exposure to toxins and chemicals? They're everywhere. They're in everything. And that was kind of my fallback for the longest time was it was just so overwhelming to me that I didn't even want to deal with it. And I didn't want to think about it. It was kind of this out of sight, out of mind type thing. And then I started experiencing, experiencing some very major health issues um, a lot of it was pertained to stress. Um, I was in the hospital because I lost my ability to speak and move my body. I lost my mobility. Um, I was in the hospital due to lots of different health issues throughout my life. Um, and even was advised I needed to have my gallbladder removed. 
Um, I needed to be on medication for this and for that and hormonal. And it just, the list started getting longer and longer and it scared me. And I know my husband has been on quite a health journey as well. And we just kind of looked at each other one day and we're like, you know what? This can't be our life sentence. We need to do something because we're so young and we can. And honestly, it really doesn't matter what age you are. That's another really huge myth. A lot of people think, you know, and even I, we had thought, well, we're adults now. We're grownups. Don't you have to start that with your, when you're children? And the answer is absolutely not. It doesn't matter what age you are. You can turn a lot of these diagnoses around. So I'm going to share with you some different ideas and strategies that we've implemented that hopefully will help you as you're learning and kind of, you know, maybe this is all brand new to you or maybe you are very familiar with these, but it always, it's always great to just learn because you never know what you can pick up on that might help improve what you're going through and, um, you know, just turn things around in your life. So One of the first things that we started doing was obviously we turned to our food ingredients because we love to eat. (laughs) If any of you guys know us personally, my husband and I are major foodies and so are our children actually. Um, So we just started eliminating everything that we knew for a fact was harmful. Fast food, fried foods, um, foods that had lots of preservatives in them like macaroni and cheese in a box or canned meats and things that had high sodium. We just really started to remove all of those from our life. And honestly, we went through like a little bit of a detox because we really didn't realize how much of those types of foods we had been consuming for the longest time. So those were the first to go. And we saw such an improvement in how we were feeling right away just by doing those things. The next thing I started doing was I started really reading the ingredients of the foods that we were buying at the grocery store. So I knew um, from my research that, um, for example, high fructose corn syrup was extremely detrimental to your health and especially for children, um, that it was linked to diabetes and sugar issues and things like that. Um, as well as very damaging to our immune system. So I started looking for that, and I found it in cereals. I found it in breads and jellies um, and fruits, um, canned fruits, juices, fruit drinks, popsicles, um, desserts, things, and ice cream in the freezer section. I was so blown away at all of the items that It contained high fructose corn syrup. It was just insane. So that eliminated quite a bit of stuff for us. And I started, you know, really realizing there's just a lot of junk in even just the foods that people are consuming on a daily basis. Um, So we started doing that. And then we started thinking about um, medicines and things that we often turned to, like if we were sick or had a cold, we just automatically would run to the store and get, um, you know, like Robitussin, which by the way, contains high fructose corn syrup in it. And Red 40 is in 
Robitussin and children's cough syrups and medicines. And all of those things are linked to causing damage to children's DNA. It is directly linked to causing hyperactivity and behavioral disorders, just a lot of things in just the chemical Red 40. It's very, very bad to consume, especially for children. So we were like, well, you know, at at the time when we started our health journey, we were living in Pennsylvania where it's cold and the kids were getting colds and runny noses and pneumonia and, you know, all those things that they were exposed to in school. And we were like, well, what do we do? So we started looking into essential oils and we were implementing eucalyptus and peppermint for their breathing. And peppermint was a huge help in cooling their bodies. If they had a fever, it would instantly bring down a fever. We were so blown away at just how useful essential oils were at just calming the babies before bedtime and putting lavender in their bath water. And it, we really, our eyes were just opened and we were overwhelmed with joy that we were able to find natural alternatives to things that we were just, I just know, once you have that knowledge, like you can't forget it. And I knew that now. And I was like, I just can't do the things that we were doing. So that was another thing that we added into our routines. And that then led to, well, what am I cleaning with? I was, I had grown up, you know, using Clorox and Lysol and all of the household cleaners that I thought I had to use to keep germs and, you know, um, the bad stuff away from our home. And then I realized how extremely harmful they were for me as I was cleaning, breathing them in, and also for my babies and my husband, the surfaces that I was touching and spraying it and us breathing it in. And I was just like, wow, like there's got to be another way to clean my home besides having to use something that is so like harm. I mean, you even read the warning labels all over these products. They're very, very harmful to smell and especially, of course, to digest. So I started using, um, natural cleaning products and a lot of them made with essential oils that we would buy from doTERRA and um, it was just it was such an eye-opener on just how it was liberating I guess is even a better word knowing that we were just really implementing good wholesome things for our family So then that was a big step for us. And another thing that we started doing was I started paying attention to what I was using and we as a family were putting onto our skin. And I found that children's products are some of the highest, um, highest have, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. Children's products contain some of the highest amounts of toxins and chemicals than anything out there, which shocked me. Because I thought for children that there were more, you know, regulations and stipulations and guidelines on what was allowed and what would be banned in children's products. And I was very disturbed to find the more research that I did, it was quite the opposite. Um, There's a lot, actually formaldehyde is listed as human carcinogen. It's a cancer-causing chemical by the National Toxic toxicology program, formaldehyde is actually found in 60% of children's 
skin products. So baby powders, um, shampoos, bath time products contain formaldehyde. And a lot of them are not uh, like listed as formaldehyde on the ingredients. They're actually hidden behind other names. So if you would read the ingredient labels and you would just see some type of weird word that you don't even know how to pronounce, that's typically not a good sign. And that is where they were hiding the formaldehyde causing products in, you know, these baby lines. So that was very disturbing to me. And it's, I mean, it's no wonder children, you know, they're just every generation. I feel like there's just so many more health issues with our children And, you know, kids are growing. Their little bodies are constantly, you know, evolving and their organs are growing and, you know, their lungs and they're just being burdened. Their little bodies are just being burdened by all these toxins and all these chemicals. And it broke my heart. I just, I find it very sad that now, you know, as parents, we really, I mean, we have to advocate for our kids, and more ways than we even realize. And that was kind of a wake-up call for me was, you know, I need to pay attention to what I'm putting on my children's skin and what I'm putting on my skin. Because, you know, women are, you know, we can see more and more cases of women with breast cancer and all of these different types of diseases and illnesses. And it's just like, it's very sad. And you wonder, you know, why is all this stuff happening? And I really truly believe that a lot of it is due to that body burden. So if you've been listening to this episode and you're completely overwhelmed or depressed or like, whoa, this is a lot, please don't be overwhelmed or afraid or fearful. That is not the intention of this episode. I really wanted to just educate my listeners on this important issue because I don't feel that it's being talked about enough. And when you know something, you just, you feel that responsibility to share. Um, and I have a, if you would like to know more in a personal level on what I do and the products that I implement and use in my home and for my family, I have a Facebook group called The Clean Life. And I would be happy to add you to that group. Um, it's a community where I just share the stuff that we use and that I found to be done my research on. And I know for a fact is safe and helpful and beneficial for families. Um, so please feel free to let me know if you'd like to be in that group and you can do that by connecting with me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, You can also contact me through my website. If you go to rachelert.com, you can um, send me a message on there and I'll be happy to plug you into that group. I feel that there's a lot of greenwashing going on. Um, And what I mean by greenwashing is there's a lot of products that claim, oh, we're non-toxic. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, it's non-toxic, so it's safe. Non-toxic just means that the product does not contain any chemicals known to be toxic. So in other words, there are still chemicals in it that could be toxic, but they just don't know. So they're not going to really worry about it because maybe there's just not the research or maybe they haven't done the research. Toxin-free means there's literally no toxins that they know for a fact that there has been the research, there has been the data that the, whatever is used in the ingredients in that product, there is nothing toxin in it whatsoever. 
So that's the route I like to go as much as I possibly can is toxin-free. And I'm very passionate about toxin-free living. Um, so if you want to know what you can do to, you know, just kind of ease your body burden, ease the body burden of your family, if you really feel that your body is burdened, read labels. Just start looking at the labels of your products. Be alert to any known anything that you know is a carcinogen or a dangerous ingredient. Eat less processed food and more whole foods, high in antioxidants. Antioxidants will help you um, fight um, sicknesses or things that are going around. It helps to boost your immunity. Eat organic. Um, eat foods that don't aren't you know covered in pesticides <laughs> and have pesticide residues. Um, choose only low PCB and low mercury seafood because mercury is a very dangerous ingredient if consumed in high amounts that is loaded in most of your canned tunas and canned meats, um, especially fish. Um, so avoid that. Um, you can actually find those foods that have very low mercury on the labels. Um, don't microwave anything in plastic. Um, plastic is very, very high in chemicals and toxins. Avoid artificial foods, artificial flavors, and artificial fragrances. Dust your house. Yes, <laughs> there are so many pollutants in dust that we breathe in um, that come in from the air or from, you know, that are on our clothing when we're out in places. So, yep, get out the dusting cloth and dust your house people. <laughs> um, avoid harmful chemicals and cleaning products. That's a huge one. Take a steam or sauna bath occasionally to sweat out toxins. If you really want to kind of rid them from your body and you know you already have a load of them, that is a great way to get them out of your pores, out of your bloodstream, and out of your, out of your body. Get rid of nonstick cookware that's scratched or damaged. Uh, that's a huge one. Start paying attention to what you cook your foods in. Um, there's a lot of these nonstick skillets and pans that we buy because it just seems like the thing to do so your food doesn't stick are loaded with toxins and chemicals that you turn on the heat and they're getting literally saturated in our foods, especially if that starts to peel or, um, you know, if you have like a skillet or a pan or a spatula that's starting to chip off, um, every time that you use it, even more of those chemicals are being in, put into your food. So please be aware of that. Um, make sure you open your windows, get fresh air in, don't don't house yourself up. Get sunshine. You need the sun as much as you possibly can. Try to get out into the sun because the sun is what helps your body actually use the vitamins that you are trying to ingest and the, that are in your foods. Um, you know, just eat more whole foods. Get fruits and vegetables into your bodies. Flood your bodies with fruits and vegetables. Flood your babies with fruits and vegetables. And if you want to know some really great ways to do that, if maybe you were a picky eater or your kids are picky eaters, please, please request um, to get into my group because I have some phenomenal ideas on how you can get healthier and how you can start living a life without that body burden. 
So friends, I just want to thank you for listening. I know this is a really, really crazy off the wall subject that is very different than a lot of the topics that I've chosen to speak about on my podcast. But like I said, I really felt it was important to share with you. Um, I get a lot of questions about this from people and I just wanted to open my heart and open to you guys what I do and our lifestyle and how important I really feel that it is for you, my friends. So thank you for tuning in. Once again, go to my website, uh, rachelerp.com to connect with me, get plugged into my groups, follow me on social media. That's another great way to just kind of keep in touch with what I'm up to. Um, And if you like to listen to my podcast, please, please leave me a review and a rating. I would appreciate that so much on whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on. If you could just leave me a review, that would help me out tremendously. I appreciate you. Until next time, be blessed, my friends.